This show is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to another episode of Basically. I'm your host, Stephanie Preisner, and a fascinating podcast today about TikTok content creators and that whole world. With me in studio, I have Nia Gallagher at Nia Gal on TikTok. Thank you so much for joining me. Thank you for having me, Stephanie. So I think a lot of our listeners kind of cringe or cringe at their lack of knowledge about influencer marketing and how social media has just kind of changed the game. Where before, if you wanted to be someone who had a following, it was down to somebody else to invest in you. But now social media has given people this this platform to mm-hmm. just find an audience and do what they want to do. You work as a full-time content mm-hmm. creator. I'm blessed to say that I can do this full-time. Like, I love what I do. Like, it started off, I think, as like a hobby. And I was mm-hmm. still at school and then I was working. And then it kind of just took off in lockdown. And then I just haven't looked back since. I kind of put my whole... Self into yeah. it. Yeah. So for people following who might not know you, what kind of content do you create? What's your channel, TikTok channel, kind of what's the vibe? So I think more on my TikTok, I kind of do a bit more lifestyle and sometimes a little bit of comedy here and there. But my Instagram then is more kind of fashion oriented and again, lifestyle. I kind of want to stick to that kind of side of it because if I step into one, I always find if I want to move on to something else. You're not, yeah, no, they don't my, want to. No, my followers won't engage yes. if that makes sense so so what does a lifestyle what does it look like to be a full-time lifestyle content creator so look like well one day I could be talking about a chocolate bar the next I could be at a rugby match watching Ireland beat France something like that mm-hmm. well fingers crossed but uh, just like that really and then sometimes I'll be doing fashion stuff sometimes I'm talking about food it's just uh, possibilities are endless with lifestyle and is it stuff like did it start with you just showing people your life and then how does it how how does it become a job like how can you monetize it or make mm. it into something that is sustainable it actually started off as like comedy I kind of was just having a laugh and telling stories about like what happened to me in like school and secondary school and work and just stories and then I was talking about fashion talking about clothes People kind of gained a following there mm-hmm. and then I just, just took off from there. And and when you say talking about fashion or clothes, is it like, I've just been to mm. pennies, this is what I got? Yeah, like hauls. And then yeah. I'd say like, oh, black and navy do not go together. People that pair that together, no. You know, I'd have like these opinions and people would argue in the comments, no, or, do you know. Yep. And that kind of gauged a following then too from that, you know, from... Just people. your opinions and just, people disagreeing or yeah. agreeing. Yeah, this is it. And, you know, I kind of leave those Easter eggs as well for people to... Grab too, yes, okay, yeah. which is fun. But then I think it was lockdown and 2020 hit and I got calls from agencies and stuff all wanting to reach out to work with me. And I never had seen it going that far at all. Yeah. That, How many followers would you have had at this stage? Oh God, I think I had like maybe 10K on Instagram and 100 on TikTok at the time. Okay. Uh, which were huge numbers, absolutely huge. Now compared to now, there's so many people with millions now, but I'm very happy with the numbers as of now. I'm so proud of myself. But... I think when it was, the numbers were never really a thing for me. It was okay, more like yeah. the people that were interacting in the comments and whatnot. And yeah, no, it just was mad when I was getting calls from agencies. I couldn't believe it because I was still in school and I was, what, what is this? Yeah. It was just mad to me, yeah. And what were they saying? Like, we'll represent you and we'll find you brand collaborators this, or how? Yeah, because again, I had hadn't a clue about this world. This is a huge world and I needed a bit of guidance and these 
uh, there was three at the time were looking to represent me. We'd love to represent you. And we'd have, you know, these options for you. We have these, you know, amazing brands that we'd love for you to work with. And we think that would fit your vibe. And I ended up just picking one at the end. I just took a gut feeling and I'm very happy where I am still with her. And and how does that work then? They So your agent will reach out to, let's say I'm drinking a bottle of Ballygown here. So mm-hmm. the your agent reaches out to Ballygown and says, mm-hmm. look, we have this uh, content creator, Nia Gallagher. She's mm-hmm. got this many followers on TikTok, this many followers on Instagram. Um, do you want to work with her? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And then they'll probably talk back and forth on per se, the deliverables, per se, like either a reel or a TikTok or they want both or they want a few stories. And then maybe the concept as well. I might jump on a call on a Zoom and we'll talk about a concept, what we can do with Ballygowan. Maybe it's back to school and Ballygowan water or something like that. And then we can talk rates then after that on calls and stuff. And and do you have the same rates for, like, is a reel for Ballygowan the same as a reel for some other brand that wants you to show a, a, an earring or something? No, I think depending on like a brand's budget, I think it's different as well. And then also depending on how many seconds they want, like a brand could ask for maybe like 60 seconds for a video and I'm fully talking about Ballygown the whole time whilst, you know, if someone wants show me a pair of earrings and it's just like, get ready with me. Oh, here's earrings that I got in a 30 second clip. Mm-hmm. It's a bit different. So the rates would be a bit different in that sense. And then your agent takes a percentage of that money yes. in order to for getting you the work. For getting me the work, for doing the back and forth for me. And uh, and do they send the invoice then and then just pay you? Yeah, that's yeah, okay. how it works. So yeah. it's the same as the acting mm-hmm. agency. And how are there certain brands that you really love working with or are there brands that you work with frequently? What kind of brands have you worked mm, with? I have worked, I think my top, my favourites I think is Canterbury. Love going to rugby matches, love rugby altogether. It's a big thing in my house. Okay. I love Cadbury's, love chocolate and it's a big, another big thing in my house. Lovely eating chocolate and I had an amazing campaign back at Easter last year with the cream egg. It was brilliant. Oh, that yeah. was really fun and it was my first kind of in front of like proper cameras and shot on these huge like red cameras. It was insane. And not just you doing a selfie like this is it it was different from having my phone doing the video they had this big setup we were it was insane um, and how does that work then so they record the video and then they get to use it on their channels or you have to use it on your channel or depends depends on again with the deliverables what they're looking for usage fees and whatever else there's like depending on the brand if like let's say Ballygowan would like me to make a reel for my page it goes up on my page but they can also ask to use it on theirs but then I'd have to charge them because it is my video okay so they'd have to if they want to put it up on their page they'd have to pay for that as well okay Mm -hmm. that's how that kind of works that's why it's so important to have Mm -hmm. I guess an agent to to, because you wouldn't have any idea I wouldn't have a notion what I was and I guess the agent knows like how much to charge Mm -hmm. based on how many followers do you have now on TikTok I have 350k and then on Instagram I'm 22 okay on Insta and do you then have to show, like, how do Canterbury, let's say, think, how, how do they find out whether that was worth it for them to pay you to go to this match? Or I don't know if that's what they've done mm-hmm. in the past, but. It's my engagement and how the video done. So, like, I remember doing a campaign for them. It was like three videos uh, throughout the whole season of last year. And uh, different videos had different engagements. I went up to Belfast to watch a match and shoot a video going up to see the match up there. And there was one down here in the Aviva I went to see as well. And it just depends on the engagement, if it's done well or not. And I thought it done really well for the 
for the TikToks that I did do. So you you can see mm. like on your profile on TikTok where nobody else can, like you can see who's looking mm-hmm. at this, how long are they watching for? Is that? Yes. Like when did they click out of it? Like what? Is it male, female audience? What age group are, lo- are actually engaging with it? It's wild, and, isn't it? Mm. Because I think a lot of people think like, oh, TikTok is just what I scroll when I'm in bed or mm-hmm. I'm on the toilet. But like some people are really making a living out of mm-hmm. this. I encourage everyone to do it. Anyone yeah. I meet, I always say start, do something, talk about what you love to do. What Do you like food? Do you like fashion? Anything. People want to listen. People are nosy, honestly, and they like knowing about other people's lives. Yeah. And I find it's a distraction as well. I'm constantly scrolling. Um, before I go to bed at 10, I'm there at 12 o'clock, still on the phone. But I'm just invested in other people's lives and other people are too. So, And do you notice a difference between your Instagram audience and your TikTok audience? Mm, I think my Instagram are more on the mature side, I think older, okay. whilst my TikTok are quite young, like uh, 15, 16, I think is kind of that age bracket. So I kind of have different languages when I'm talking and I like tailor my videos to on TikTok. Platform. Yes, to the platform. And I find that that works. And it's just something that you, it's it's like, I mean, this is kind of a cliche, but it is a full-time job, isn't oh, it? Oh, yeah. I think people have this notion that it's sticking up a video and that's it. But there's so much before it and there's so much to it. There's like back and forth and emails, there's constant calls. There's like several edits, like you could be going, given a a brief and they change the brief and there's always back and forth and stuff. And But then on top of that, then hate and negativity from people as well. Yeah, talk is, to me about that. It used to be really bad a few years ago and I think when TikTok brought in this uh, filter my comments, I got one of the girls to do it and filter a few things because I used to get really bad, kind of just more my body people would okay. come after for and not nothing else. Like if you don't like my video, fair enough. Maybe it is a shit video anyways. Yeah. But uh, coming for someone's, I think, appearance is a bit low now. Come on, like grow up. But... No, I'm kind of surpassed it now. Either if you want to do something like this, you have to have a head for it, you know. Yeah, but it is. I've noticed like I follow um, a couple of people and I'd follow them on Instagram and TikTok. Mm. And sometimes they cross promote. So they might put the same video on Mm -hmm. Instagram and the same video on TikTok. And I'd noticed that like the comments on Instagram, Mm. they just seem much kinder. You know, they're like, Ah. oh, you look great or that's so lovely. And then on TikTok, the same video, it's like you're ridiculous, stop. You know, like it's just really vicious. It's, and I'll tell you why it's so different. It's because Instagram takes a commitment to follow someone on Instagram, whilst TikTok, you can make an account and have several accounts. You can do it on Instagram as well, but it's easier to make an account on TikTok TikTok and you'll have user 55 something giving you a shtick, you know. But user 55 something might also be the same person as Laura Brennan, who also follows you. Yes, on something else. On, or on TikTok. On TikTok as well. But wants to be mean to you mm-hmm. but won't do it through her own, own account. Oh wow, okay. Yeah, so you get that as well. And do you manage all of your own accounts? Or I like do. would your agent, you do? I do, yeah, yeah. I do it all myself, yeah. I got, well, yeah. You kind of have to, I suppose. Mm-hmm. And how, More. do you have like a content schedule? Like do you have a like today I have to record this video or how does how does the planning of it all work? Yeah, I have like a schedule. Like Google Calendar is my favourite thing ever. Like all the different colours constantly popping up. But yeah, no, I do like per se now it's coming up to October now, winter and Halloween. I'll have a few Halloween stuff. And like now, again, like I said, autumn, I want to get into the fashion side of autumn and start okay. layering and like what you have to be, what are the trends for autumn this year? What are the colours? So I want to like prepare for that as well. So I'll have like a few Instagrams ready for that. In and my head, but I need to record them. And do you have a lot of equipment? Do you normally record 
in a specific room in your house or mm. are you out and about? How do you find time to find the places to record? I do a bit of both, depending again if I have time and I am in a outfit or something, I will record outside. Fingers crossed, weather is good, but a lot of the time it's inside and I don't really have much equipment. I have a ring light that I use now and then, but I find that the light is quite harsh Okay. and natural light is my favourite thing. So if I can get a bit of that, I should be good to go, but... Yeah, that's really it. I'm not, no fancy equipment as long as you have a good phone, camera, you know. Yeah, and something to say. This is it. And that's why, again, I encourage everyone to do this because everyone has a phone. Anyone can do this. Yeah, I guess people are just maybe sometimes a little bit camera shy or they feel like. Of course, yeah. Um, and who are the people that you love to follow? Oh, I love, I'm a big fan of Sophie Murray. I love uh, Lauren Whelan, big fan of her and all the girly whirlies that are posting and do you get to ever like meet up or like do do the agency ever or is it sort of something that you're doing on your own in a vacuum? We kind of do it ourselves. Like I live with one of my best friends. She's also a content creator, uh, Shanice Griffin. I don't know if you've heard of her. I haven't. Um, she has a song out. She does kind of music and stuff. Oh, cool. And again, she does fashion and whatnot. A bit of everything really she does. But we make content together when we can and do uh, fashion content together. Or we just sit, stick up a silly TikTok video of us using a filter. Yeah. Something like that. Or we're going somewhere day in the life. We're going here and there. So we do, yeah. Just taking a quick break to tell you about our sponsor, Rockwell Financial. Rockwell Wealth Management are amazing at extracting wealth from your business in a tax-efficient way. Whether it's pensions, protection, investment, exit strategies, succession planning, anything like that, they are the ones to go to. They have a free one-to-one consultation for Basically listeners. So ring them up, tell them you listen to Basically and they will give you that offer of a free consultation. Rockwell Wealth Management, go for it. When you're not feeling well or if you're in pain, getting medical treatment without delay is what matters. Matter Private has an emergency department at their hospital in Dublin and Cork where you can get access to emergency medical care quickly. I've used the service myself. The emergency department team was led by a consultant and they got me seen within 30 minutes of my arrival, which is their goal for all patients. And that means you can get whatever diagnostic tests you need without a delay, like a CT scan, an MRI scan, an ultrasound. And those results are fast-tracked to help the medical team work out what was most suitable for your treatment. If you need to be admitted to the hospital, which I didn't, you will be seen as soon as possible by a consultant who specialises in your specific medical or surgical area of need. It's for over 16s only. They're open in Dublin Monday to Saturday, 8am to 7pm. And in Cork, Monday to Friday, 9 to 5. Drag Race UK is back. And if you are watching and you want to hear some outrageous opinions, some glittering guests and some piping hot tea, tune in to Sissy That Pod with new episodes every Friday right after the episode airs. Brought to you by the Headstuff Podcast Network. Don't hate me because I'm beautiful. Hate me because I listen to Sissy That Pod. And is there so? Is it sometimes the case where, like, I because I've seen there's quite strict rules around it now where you have to say this is an ad, mm-hmm. this is a paid partnership, mm-hmm. this is a collaboration. Mm-hmm. What are the differences between those things? Well, I think they're all nearly under the same umbrella per se, but it's you have to say that it's an ad or it's a paid partnership because it's not fair for the viewer to be scrolling and being seeing someone promote this, but they're actually being, they should know that they're being paid to promote this. Mm-hmm. I think they're glad that there's rules there that you have to say this, but also if you notice on TikTok, it would say paid partnership underneath uh, the TikTok as well to go along with it. But it's good for the audience to know that it's a paid partnership and not be blindsided that, 
oh, this is a fabulous product. I love this product. But what's the difference between like, so sometimes I'll get and I'm not, I don't work full time as a content creator, mm. but I do use Instagram. Um, mm-hmm. I don't really use TikTok, but you know, like I, I am in that world. And sometimes people will just send me something. Mm-hmm. So my child was one the other day, some oh. random uh, you know, like clothing company will send her a little outfit. Lovely. And then I'll put it up. Mm-hmm. But they're not paying me to put it up. No. They're not, it's not a paid partnership. It's not a collaboration. Mm-hmm. It's a gift. And I'll say this was gifted to yeah. us, but like, look at this really cute thing. Mm-hmm. And then sometimes a brand will be like, hey, so we want to work with you and pay you to put this thing up. Mm-hmm. And it makes me wonder then, it's like, okay, so this brand, Ballygown, let's say again, <laughs> Ballygown are not sponsoring <laughs> this podcast. <laughs> Ballygown want me to put up this 60 second video of me talking and they're going to pay me, I don't know, how much money do people pay for these things? For a reel? Yeah. Oh, it could start from anywhere from like 500 euro up to like five grand for a reel, depending. Okay. So they want to give me three grand for the 60 second reel about how great mm-hmm. sparkling water is. And I do that. But then this company just sends me an outfit that's 25 euro. Mm -hmm. And I spend the same amount of time talking about it because I think it's really cute on my child. Mm -hmm. So how do I get the balance of that then? I understand. Yeah, I think people, I always get that too, that, oh, I'm being gifted this, I'm sticking up a few stories, but then I'm getting paid to stick up stories for For another product. Totally understand. But I think... I do that, like a company is willing to send me out something lovely and I'll stick it up if I honestly do love it and thank them for it. Like, for instance, I got sent out the new rugby jersey from Canterbury. Okay. And I love the guys from Canterbury and I'm done working with them now, fingers crossed, for the future I might do some more bits, but I stick it up anyways because I have that relationship with them and mm-hmm. I stuck it up thanking them like, oh, thank you for thinking of me for sending it out. Yes. But I put make sure to always put hashtag gifted or this was gifted. Thank you so much for sending it out. Okay. But I understand what you mean as well. But it's not a paid no, partnership. No. Yeah. Which I understand as well where people might get confused when I do put up stuff that was a paid partnership. Mm-hmm. But again, you have to put in the hashtags it, too. Do you then sometimes think like, hang on a second now, you've just sent me this thing to mm. my house or my work. And if this was another brand, they'd be paying me three yeah. grand to mm. promote it. So I'm not going to put it up. But then I feel, but then you've just been given something yeah, and you're you like, feel, you feel guilty, feel like, guilty and yeah. ungrateful, you know, but mm-hmm. like I get, would send, get sent a lot of beauty products, mm-hmm. um, sometimes vitamins. Um, Lovely. They'd be expensive too, these But they're vitamins, things yeah. I don't use. Oh, Like okay. I don't take them. No. I don't take hmm. them. I don't think they're necessary for a lot of people. I right. think there's a lot of supplements being pushed at the moment. Mm-hmm. I'm like... I don't want to put this up and also like how did you get my address yeah. and sometimes yeah that's a bit strange as well but you see if you give a PR company your address mm-hmm. yeah. very often they'll just be like oh we'll just post this out to her and I mm-hmm. think they're just sending it out to loads of people in the hope that like someone puts it up and they mm-hmm. can say to their client hey look Stephanie got your Thing cake up. today yeah. and mm-hmm. she put it up and this is our insights and we're, we've done a good job mm-hmm. as your PR people Um but it is a really tricky one where you're like, this company is willing to pay me to do this thing. Mm-hmm. And you're just sending me this thing, which cost 15 euro that I could have bought myself. Yes. But I do really like it and I am really grateful. But I don't know how to, like, would your agent be like, Nia, you can't? Not now. Ne- she does sometimes. If I'm over doing it, she's like, no, no, don't be, you know, if you're gifted something, you're gifted something. Um, it's your choice to put it up or not. She's not really strict per se on yeah. it. But I understand what you mean by when a company's going to pay and then another gifted when it's, you know, this could be 
15 euro for the dress, you know. But I think what I like to go about doing it is if I was sent a T-shirt by a brand, I don't have to stick up a story, but let's say I have a photo on my Instagram with it, I'll tag them. Yes, to let okay. people know that that's where it's from. Yeah, and even down in the caption, then I'll say, "Oh, this top was gifted right. a while ago from yes. such and such." I kind of go about it that way as well because, again, I don't want to be an ass either when someone sends. Can I say that? Yeah, you can, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, um, when someone sends, you know, because they're willing to send me out something. They were, you know, putting this box together, really? a little PR box, sending it out on the hopes, and then they don't get nothing from it I feel too guilty so yeah I do too but I know mm. lots of my friends who are working in that space are like absolutely not like just because they send it doesn't mean you have to yeah. post it I'm yeah like, yeah but like they're just particularly if it's like a small Irish business I'm like absolutely. yeah absolutely and that's... I do have a rule on this podcast that mm-hmm. if people send me things to this address to the podcast address yeah. I do a day where like I'll just I'll open everything and show whatever I've oh, gotten amazing. Um, rather than you know, then then I'm like, I, I haven't, like, this is, like, say it's Ballygown. Yeah. <laughs> like, I haven't tried this water. I'm not endorsing it. I'm just mm-hmm. saying they posted this to me. Thank you so much. Whereas things that I show at home, like, I'll say to a brand, I'm not going to show this if it doesn't, if it, I don't like it. This or is it, if she's yeah. not, you know, like, if no. people send a kid's toy, I'm like, if she doesn't play with this and she doesn't like it, I'm not going to say that she does because I'm no. not going to lie about it. Because you need to be authentic at the same time as well. And if you're like that, being sent something and you've no, in- like them vitamins, if you've no interest promoting about them because you don't even take them yourself, that's, you know, lying as well. And you need to be... And there's loads of people out there taking them. Do you know? Yeah, so they, but like, you know, let them at it, you know. Let mm-hmm. And send it to people that do promote vitamins. It would fit their audience as well. Yeah, so. because I don't think people are following me for vitamin advice. No. Um, <laughs> what are your favourite types of videos to make is it like Ooh. TikTok dances mm-hmm. you know what oh I think they're kind of gone now at this stage the TikTok I loved doing them back in the day but I think now I love I love to watch hauls and I love to do hauls and I love fashion videos like inspiration for winter fashion stuff like that I'm really into my clothes at the moment mm-hmm. but I also like get ready with me's as well where people are doing their makeup and talking about their lives or something that you didn't know about them and I love doing them as well I must do more of them actually thinking about it I find it hard to concentrate like if I'm doing mm-hmm. my makeup it's hard yeah. to be like and so this happened today and you're like okay but I, now I've put the blusher on the wrong place <laughs> like that I've, I've done that so many times where I like kept going in with the blush and I was talking about so I say that again and then I'm like oh and then I'm like and shit and then my blusher. yeah and then I'm pink all over yeah um, <laughs> how do you do you feel um, anyway self-conscious or do you have any feelings about doing hauls when I'm sometimes conscious of it seeming like, you know, we're in a cost of living crisis, Mm. climate change is an issue. Like, should we be promoting so much consumerism? Like, I bought Mm. this big bag of stuff today. Yeah, yeah. Particularly if it's from uh, like a, a company that... You know, if the t-shirt costs three euro, then it's probably not the most sustainable mm. thing in the world. Yeah, I understand. Like, yeah. Do you get comments about that if you do? No, I don't think I get more comments that like where, where, what size did you get or where did you get it? Okay. That kind of a sense. But I understand what you mean as well. But a lot of the time I, when I buy, this is why I allow myself to buy clothes because I throw out clothes or I like donate, donate clothes. clothes in order to get new clothes all the time or I give them to, I have a sister so she'll take that and use it and then she'll obviously get, if she doesn't want it then give it to someone else. Yes. But that's yeah. how I kind of uh, justify it for myself mm-hmm. because again, like like that, there's people doing create like boxes and boxes of hauls. Now I'd maybe go to somewhere and get three or four things, but there's people that are getting you know 
big boxes from maybe a certain brand that wouldn't be. And are they, they the brand sending them this? Don't know. See, that's the thing where we were talking about of... They should be disclosing yeah, that. Yeah, which I think isn't fair for a consumer to be watching. Because I follow a content creator and she's always getting loads of stuff from mm-hmm. Primark, from Pennies. Okay. And then sometimes she does sponsor content with Pennies. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, is she getting... Like, does she get a voucher to spend all this money in pennies because she should be disclosing this? Mm-hmm. Or is this like her own money? But it seems to be like she's got several kids. It's like this is a lot of money every week. You know, mm-hmm. there's like this huge haul for back to school. And then one of the kids is starting ballet class and there's this Lovely. huge haul for ballet. You know, and you're like, yeah, this, it just doesn't seem transparent enough. Mm-hmm. And then I feel like such, like I would never message her to ask because I feel mm. like it's too targeted. Yeah, or it's too in your face. In kind your face, yeah. yeah. But if she's disclosing that it's an ad, then she she's not. But she, when she does an ad with them, she does. She she's does. Like, okay. This is an ad. This is the new mm-hmm. autumn wear with pennies. Mm-hmm. But then next Tuesday, she's like, "I was in pennies today, and I got all this stuff. Mm-hmm. Here, I'll show you." Yeah. You're like, mm, well, don't know. Yeah, it's a toughy one. Yeah, that's a tough one because you don't know, especially if they're in and out the, constantly. But I do love. I love looking at hauls. Like I even yeah. love looking at. People unpacking their grocery shopping. Love that. Oh, you my, know? love they're that. They're like laying out their broccoli and the mm. beans. And yeah. it doesn't make me necessarily want to go mm. and do those things. But I no. just love people like taking things out of bags and laying this them is out. It. Yeah, the organisation. Do you ever see the Americans unpacking their fridges oh, and stuff? Fridges. Or doing their ice, like all different types of ice. I'm like, when would you need any when of this? But need? it's satisfying to watch and you're all the way at the end and you're like, oh, I need to go into their page and find another one because mm-hmm. they're so satisfying. Do you use specific apps to make content or do you use... Mm just TikTok and Instagram to make the reels or do you use some of the other apps? That Sometimes, like for reels I find on Instagram, like when I'm editing on Instagram, it kicks me out and I've lost everything that I've edited. So my favourite app is CapCut. Love it so much. And sometimes I'll edit on my laptop too on Premiere Pro. Love mm-hmm. that too, depending if I have time and I want to do a certain cool transition or something. But honestly, CapCut is very, very easy to use. And again, like that, there's so many templates that you can use. They're even hooked on to TikTok as well, which... Uh, they're connected in a sense. So if you see a really cool template, click it, brings you straight to CapCut, put in a few videos and it edits the video for you. It's so easy. How does it easy. know like what parts to keep and what parts to discard? Well, I think you can choose that as well. But then okay. with the whole AI thing, I don't think you it's even wild, need to do that. It? Oh, it's so scary. It's going to take our jobs. Like, <laughs> Do you think? I think, well, like I done in college, I done a whole um, essay on like fake influencers like not as in fake but these AI influencers where they're like a person but they're created with AI and they're promoting there's one in particular her name is uh, Michaela and she's like on the cover of Vogue and promoting uh, Prada bags on her she's not a real person she's not even a person she's AI so but who runs her don't know I think there's a f- like a whole software a few engineers and stuff you know designing her and whatnot. but it's and insane. does she talk to the yeah, camera? Yeah, she talks. She's music out. She, It's insane. You must look it up. Oh, I'm going to look it up right yeah. now. What's she on? Instagram, Instagram or TikTok? Instagram, yeah. I think it's Michaela, M-I-K-A-Y-L-A, I think. And M-I-K. Oh, M-I-Q-U-E-L-A. M-I-Q-U-E-L-A. Lil Michaela. Oh my God, she's got 2.7 million followers. Right. 19-year-old robot living in LA. Now, she's not a robot. She's an AI person. Oh my God, she's like... Sitting, eating a burrito. She's... Mm-hmm. But she's promoting... Look at that. She's promoting Cash App dinner. 
But it looks, it's insane. Now, you know it's not real by looking at her. I don't know, do you? Like she's standing here in a food market with loads of other presumably real people around mm-hmm. her drinking a smoothie. It's just very well done. It's very well done, but it's frightening. So you are afraid that this technology... Mm-hmm. Like, but she... Like, does Canterbury... If Canterbury wanted her, they'd have to pay... Like, she's got 1.3 million yeah, followers. Yeah, no, they'd pay... Well, depending on her... Again, it all depends on audience and engagement. And she might not have the audience that are interested in rugby, so they might not go near her at all, which is yes, a thing okay. too. But not that I'm per se scared of her, but I'm scared of that happening in the future. It's just insane. Yeah. Now, like, that'll be... Years to come, I might not even be here, but... but like, who just, would Canterbury or Ballygown or anyone pay there? Like, who is she? Like, Yeah, there, there's definitely someone behind everything that controls the account. I don't know if it's just one person or it's an agency or it's an organisation. I just don't know. It's so, so Tried scary. When I was doing my essay on it, I was trying to find everything about it. It's just, it's mad. Um, it's fascinating stuff. Um, so if people want to find out more about you, they want to follow you, where can they find you? On Instagram, they can find me at... It's a, annoying username but it's underscore Nia underscore gal underscore and then on TikTok it's just Nia underscore gal Nia underscore gal thank you so much Nia and thank you for listening to another episode of Basically our music is by Only Ruin our graphic design is by Kahalo Gower we're produced by Hilary Barry and we're part of the Headstuff Podcast Network see you next week This show is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network a hub for the creative and the curious Shows are produced in association with Headstuff and the Podcast Studios Dublin. Find out more or become a member at headstuffpodcasts.com.